hello and welcome to Anime Plus. This is episode 96. Knock slide with Sparky3. Hope you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. You're watching along side of us live. We appreciate you. If you're uh, watching this after the fact, we appreciate you. If you're listening to this after the fact, we appreciate you. No matter what, we appreciate you for checking out this show. I do have Zach here in the studio. Zach, how we doing? How we feeling? Just coming fresh off the Game Awards. Different day this week for Anime. Does it feel kind of weird to you? No, not really, because I'm just now just watching a bunch of dogs tear apart a vehicle. Okay. Wait, it's, a bunch you... of pit, it's a bunch of pit bulls just tearing a vehicle fucking apart. Zach and his video choices, people. <laughs> but yeah, Animan Plus on uh, Saturday this week for us, because, you know, we did have the Game Awards for Game Static uh, that took place on Thursday. So the two shows just swap places. Next week, we'll be back on track. Animan Plus will be live on Thursday. Uh, what day is that? The 15th. December 15th will be live around 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then the week after that, I think, would be the week that we would take off, the 22nd. Yes. Uh, yeah, we take off that one. We just take it off for the holidays. We do that for all shows except for ATFS. Uh, so just a little friendly heads up. After that, we'll be back to action on the 29th. Uh, but yeah, no, got some uh, got some fun stuff to talk about today with uh, a couple episodes we uh, that we had the, the week the week prior. And so obviously, with us being live on Saturday, there are at least three of our shows with new episodes out. We're not obviously going to talk about those. We're going to still just talk about what happened last week as we normally do, and just kind of stay that week behind, uh, so everyone can get a chance to go watch like the new My Hero, the new Blue Lock, the new Spy Family, just to give some examples. Uh, the shows that you're watching, do they come out on uh, Saturdays or are they uh, during the week? Uh, one's on Saturday. I'm trying to remember which one, though. Probably two-year eternity. Probably two-year eternity. I think it's two-year eternity. I think I remember seeing that. I yeah. don't ever watch them until, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, though. So. Yeah. I, I, see, that's usually me, too, is Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday is kind of the range that I usually watch my stuff. But anyway, if you could, though, join the Discord. We definitely appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Go check out our Agent Inc. shop down in the description below. Uh, pick up an Animan Plus jersey or a jersey of one of the other shows. Animan Plus is the best one, though. That's just that's spitting facts there. Uh, and also, check out our referral link to go check out some Rogue Energy. They did launch a new flavor, uh, Moon Dust. I believe it's a hydration flavor, well, which is cool. Well, it's not out yet. It was just... Yeah, they, it was for They did the limited case thing, which yeah. sold out in 20 minutes. Yeah, naturally. You know, I was able to get in on the Rocket Pop one pretty quickly. Yeah. I got it behind me somewhere. Oh, yeah, it's right above my head. Um, so I was able to get on that. Didn't get in on the Moon Dust, though. But yeah, go check out some Rogue. Uh, you don't have to use our promo code. If they got one that's for 25% off, whatever, use that. Just use our referral link. Our referral link helps wonders. So we definitely would appreciate if you just use that at the very least. Uh, and of course, well, we got a website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free. Sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that extra support. Uh, I think with all that said, I can turn down the music now. We can kind of go ahead and get into some stuff. I had a couple of interesting announcements, though. I will say that. Yeah, we actually had a couple things come out real late this week, yeah. which actually sort of worked out for this show. Yeah, it did. It did. Because I know like one thing that popped out like kind of today uh, is the new trailer for Demon Slayer Season yes. 3. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I plan to check it out. As well as the news of <laughs> they're doing another like special movie. Yes. Uh, but it's only going to be episodes 10 and 11 of the Red Light District arc as a film. And it's just like... And then the Swordsmith yeah. Village, an hour long. Yeah, it's an hour long episode one. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, the theatrical run for this special starts on uh, February 3rd. Um, but uh, it, it's it's just kind of funny because it's like the question's like, you know, they're just reusing content for it. And I'm just like, it's just like Dragon Ball, man. They know they're going to make money off of it. So they, they know they're going to make money. So why not just keep doing it? Keep on rocking with it. Uh, but no, I am excited for, uh, am excited for Demon Slayer, uh, the third season for sure. As well as, you know, I, we did get the um, the date for Trigun Stampede. That's going to be starting January yep. 7th. And I think there was some berserk news. I don't remember what it was, though. But there was something there. don't remember. Rip. But, uh, no, I mean, we did have some interesting stuff kind of pop out. You know, Spy Family is currently in their, their famous tennis match that I've talked about before. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't watch Spy Family. That's one thing I did not check out here for today's show. But uh, they are in the uh, the infamous tennis match that I keep mentioning. Um, let's see. The mysterious countdown of the Berserk website was for the release of the Blu-ray scheduled for March 29th. That's okay. what it is. All right, there you go. Memorial edition for Berserk. Cool. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. Uh, let's see. I mean, the other thing that I found out this week was that Webtoon Lookism, which I've mentioned before on the show, actually has an anime, yeah. which aired yesterday. Mm -hmm. No, it aired on the 8th on Netflix. It's Netflix exclusive. Right, yeah. But I'm super hyped. Lookism is a great series, and more Webtoons getting animated and right. coming over to West. 
True, true. And that's one that uh, maybe added to our lineup here in the near future for you. Huh? Yes. Which I don't think is a terrible thing. Cause, you know, we've got a couple shows that are about to end. You know, yeah. Chainsaw Man's twelve or thirteen. Um, Bleach is at twelve or thirteen. Uh, I think those are the two that we are for for sure losing. I don't remember what Gundam is. That's the one that I don't remember what it is. No clue. Actually, let me uh, let me look. I, th- I think we actually. I think funny enough, we had the same question. Uh, we had literally the same question a couple weeks ago, and I, I think I pulled it up then too. All right, so let's see. Winter anime. Where is Gundam? And to your eternity, that one's twenty episodes. We'll be in that one for a little while. That's what it was, season one, though. So that's that's that sounds about normal. Let's see. Where is Gundam here? Where is Gundam? Which from Mercury? Where art thou? I am not seeing it. It can't be this far down. Come on now. What are we doing? What are we doing? Maybe it is. What the hell? Oh, I know what the problem is. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I need to look at false. So that does tell me that it's probably going to only be like 12 or 13 episodes, though. It is, in fact, 12 episodes for Mobile Suit Gundam. So you don't have much. Sense. Yeah, you don't have that much longer because you're on 10 right now. Yes. Which actually, 10 comes out in eight hours. So tomorrow. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Blue Lock set that nice little 24. Of course, we have My Hero at 25, which is a very, that's a very interesting thing, honestly, and truthfully, you know, with kind of where we are right now on episode, uh, that came out today and everything kind of just where we are on things. It is kind of interesting. Like where is this season going to end? I guess we are going to get to My Homeless Academia. Yes. I I feel like we're going to get to My Homeless Academia, man. I really do. So that's, uh, that's kind of interesting there as well. Uh, you got anything that you want to show? I mean, you could throw out the lookism thing, which is always cool. But yeah, anything else? Was, the other thing was there was a new key visuals for the Black Clover film. Wizard yeah, King's yeah, sword, right? Yeah, it's like the sword of the Wizard King yeah. or whatever. That came yeah. out, I think, like Thursday. Yeah. Either Wednesday or Thursday. And that's slated to start its theatrical run, like, what, March, I think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll be looking. I'll be looking forward to that because maybe I'll, not long after that we can actually get some news about when the anime is coming back. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. I feel like the anime may not come back till the manga is done. That's what point. I was sort of feeling. Yeah. Well, that or they 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 bring the uh, the the anime back, but like an actual like we're only do twelve episodes at a time sort of thing. That's quite possible. Since yeah. Everyone's going to that. Yeah. Ever everyone's going to that. One piece is the and like what Detective Conan. They're like the two standouts. There's a couple like, out there that are just like, yeah, we're going. Yeah, we're gonna do this all the time deal with it <laughs> boruto as well they just do it which makes this anime just inexperience <laughs> hey those anim those animators are just writing checks so yeah they are they are shout out to them all right uh let's go ahead and get into some anime though um let's start off let's start off with blue lock i do have it in the title after all uh blue lock uh it was episode nine is the one that we're gonna be chatting yep. about uh episode 10 came out today uh, but no, episode nine, uh, titled Awakening, uh, that was the whole theme of it. It's just kind of, uh, awakening, going beyond your limits, you know, going beyond in evolving your weapon, awakening mm-hmm. your weapon even further. Hence my title, it's time to go plus ultra and blue log. I feel like that was, a, I feel like that was a clever title because that's essentially what this was. It is time to go plus ultra. Uh, you know, started with um, uh, Batra, you know, where he's just like, you know, the other three get like these, you know, sick goals. You know, uh, Chigiri gets outrun by someone yep. where it's like, oh my God, all of our weapons are failing. Um, you know, Kunigami got a ball stolen from him, whatever, you know, he was trying to get up further, you know, when he's normally like a pretty strong dude where it's kind of tough to get the ball away from mm-hmm. him and stuff. And, you know, the, everyone's just completely lost hope. Everyone's just like, oh, man, this sucks. We're going to lose. We're done. Our soccer careers are over. And meanwhile, Batra is the only one. She's like, oh, man, this is getting fun. <laughs> it's like, I'm here for this. And then he just does a fucking, I forget what they call it, but more or less a brulette. He runs through everybody. Yeah. Which was really fun and entertaining to watch because it's just like as he's going through it, you're watching his emotions real time where he's just like, he does some move to get the ball around someone. He's like, oh, I did it. <laughs> where, oh, that works. Yeah, he's like, I didn't think that would work. Oh, man, that's cool. <laughs> where he doesn't know if any of this is going to work at all, but it's just like the monster is taking over him inside. And you know, we even had a moment there as well where uh, Nagi even kind of you know said the phrasing, what was up with that creature, you know, uh, whenever he got past uh, Nagi as well. So that was with Batria because I know Nagi said okay. he said that line. I just don't. I'm now now I'm second guessing. Was it towards Batria or was it towards someone? I think it was towards Batria. I would have had him Batria. He's okay. the only one who really had a big moment. Uh, well, you know, Kunigami and Shigiri did too. 
Yeah, this whole episode was about awakening. I mean, you know, Bodger had the biggest moment. I mean, he had he took home the shine. It looked great. Uh, it was it was entertaining and hilarious because again, he's just like, oh wow, that worked. I didn't think that would. I think that would happen. Um, yeah, but, it's pretty much just them getting stomped on the ground, and yeah. as each of them realize that we need to do more to be able to actually win this game. Right. And leads to Kunigami making a shot from out of his shot zone. Shigiri just passing to himself. Uh, Monk boy taking a shot to the face because he knew another way to walk in. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, when it came to like Kunigami, you know, he, you know, he took a shot outside of his zone and just didn't put the same spin on it, whatever. He just took a different approach on how he kicked the ball, yeah. which allowed it to get a goal from where the goalie was thought it was going to go. And in Shigiri's case, he just kind of broke down that, um, whatever the guy's name is, um, whatever the guy's name is, the, you know, the, the, the weird specs as Jagiri was calling them, the special specs, whatever he was calling them in the Dumb episode. specs. Yeah, whatever he was calling them. Um, you know, he realized that when it came to his speed, it was like just an initial burst. It was that acceleration, but like the long sprint, Jagiri still had him beat. And just again, further went beyond what he's able, what they're able to do to help kind of even back up the game where I think at the end of the episode, it was four, three at that point. Am I right on that score? Yeah. Okay. You know, because, you know, I mean, I thought the episode was very well done across the board with how they did three awakenings and, you know, with the kickoff of Patrick just kind of laying the foundation where yes. he's just like, you know, hey, you know, because the mindset is like, hey, if this is going to be our last actual game ever, let's just go out and have fun. You know what I mean? And just further went beyond uh, what they're able to do. And it, that, that's going to carry over into the next one as well. We're going to mm -hmm. see the next awakening. And then Nisagi's during the whole time just trying to figure out how his weapon works. How can he evolve it with yeah. just a spatial awareness? Yeah, and that was also a big theme because he was sitting there. It's just like, oh, man, if I had this or this. And he's just like, well, there's no sense in me worrying about if I had this or this because I don't have this or this. And then that's when Nagi was just like, you are so insufficient. I mean, you you waste so many shots, whatever. Uh, which just kind of got in his head, which we'll see that how that continues to evolve going into the next episode as well. Uh, again, helping evolve him as well, um, Isagagi. Um, you also got a nice little appearance from Ego. That's always a good one. Shout out to the to the almost mention of Super Saiyan making it in there. That was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I got a chuckle out of that. Uh, but no, I mean overall, Blue Lock was very very good this week. That was a very very fun watch. It was a very good episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one personally. Uh, next up, uh, do you want to hit one of yours? Do you want me to hit one of mine? How are we feeling? Technically, you have three because I, I didn't do Spy Family. I mean, I could do one of mine, but I'm trying to remember one of them. Okay. It's Gundam. No, oh, trying to remember what happened? Drawing a blank? Well, I, I remember what happened in a very wide context. Right. Um. So, harem guy instigated rule, which didn't allow the comment to be made. They talked to him. He shows up with a proposal saying, hey... Let me become a partner. You stay the CEO, yada, yada, yada. More or less, he's just doing a very low-cut takeover. He's wanting access to the Gundams and just wants to use her as a figurehead. Mm -hmm. Maria, um, Marianne? Yeah. Which leads to her ch him challenging him and them ending up in a six-person duel. And a bunch of stuff happens. Mostly it, very much involving around... Miran and Harem Guy's relationship before uh, Saleta showed up. More or less their interactions with each other. Their whole relationship coming to a closure of sorts. Saleta so having trust in Marianne. We did get a proposal guy made a reappearance. He's more or less been shunned ever since he got trashed three times. Mm-hmm. To the point where even Saleta was like, we don't have pilots. Would you want a pilot with us? And he's just like, well, my father's banned me from going. It's like, oh, you really love your father? I like, I love my mother, yada, yada, yada. That happens. Um, then we have the whole duel thing. And we have uh, Saleta and then just five randos who's part of the group who get absolutely trashed. And it ends up just being Saleta versus the other six. And it becomes a thing where they disable Ariel's equipment and Saleta has to pilot on her own without the help of the gun thing. And more or less her coming to the realization of she's been, she hasn't really been doing anything, more or less just been carried along and she sort of gains this resolve 
to actually do things, tr actually try and pilot on our own. We get a nice little music montage moment where, because it's a whole thing where they've shut down Ariel, they've shot off one of her arms and like, well, now we're going to finish. Now we're just going to finish you. And she just rises up, starts wrecking them and all of them just going, oh God, <laughs> run, don't, she's a monster. <laughs> right. And Sleta destroys them. And more or less it comes down to a moment where Sleta does get pinned down and Harem, Harem King shows up and he's going to take his finisher off. And the crew that had been taken out with all their Gundams that have been trashed managed to make their own little stand with their Gundams and shoots him right in the head before he can take Sleta out, winning the match. <laughs> and more or less, Miran having a moment where she's like, how could you ever expect me to trust, trust you when you can't even trust anybody? Because I knew you would try and take the final hit yourself. Right. And that's what it ended after all that. Hmm. Okay. Oh, let me turn my phone back on. Oh, that's you. Okay. Oh, we're all good episode, though. Okay. Okay. That's good. Um, I'll do Chainsaw Man because that was actually a pretty solid episode. Just because it was, um, as you would expect with it being a Chainsaw Man, the level of care and production that it's added to it, it was just a very visually well done episode. You know, because right out the get go, you kind of got a. You know, you got you have to witness once again um, the uh, the eye patch chick once again die. Basically, repeat scene. Oh, from okay. Yeah, we we watched that one happen again, uh, and this time, you know, when the episode kind of picks back up, you get to see uh, Denji, you know, go at it with uh, the the sword head guy, the one that basically looks like the Dingy. one we never get a name for. Yeah, the the one that looks like Denji, but he's essentially with blades instead or machete or whatever it looks like. I think and, he's like a katana. Dude yeah, it's or like something. a katana or machete. I think Cause you can see like kind of like the curve to it. Yeah. But either way, bottom line, they they get at it. They go after it for a while with a pretty nice little fight sequence. And uh, but like the big thing that and that was all very visually well done. It looked sick. Music was on point. It was very very good. But what my favorite part of this episode personally is the aftermath of that fight where Denji lost. And he's like chopped in half, which is no big deal. You know, no. he'll he'll come back. You know, but he's like chopped in half. Doesn't have his lower half. And the, these people are trying to now take him. You know, they're trying to kidnap him, whatever. Uh, and the, in the last episode, you see where Makima was on a train and she gets shot. Uh, oh yeah, that's a fun scene. Yeah. So in the, in this episode, I love how because I think it was actually right before the opening is when the, this scene took place. They were just like, okay, it's done. Let's get out of here. And they go to walk away, and then just, you know, they kind of turn back around, and Makima's just standing there in the middle of the train aisle, and it's just like, boom, opening. So it's like almost like a horror movie sort of vibe, you know, where it's just like they just kind of come back up, rise Well, I mean, the that's sort of like thing. one of the first moments when you actually get to see yeah. Makima do anything, though. Exactly, and that, and it, it goes further as well, because after Dingy loses, and they're going to take Dingy, you got a very, very beautifully well-done animated sequence of... Makima like using her powers right with how they with how they shot it it was done so visually well where you know she you know brings the other two people of of um uh well you know the same you know devil hunting group with you know they bring she brings uh them two with her up to like the shrine okay. she has all the people blindfolded on their knees and stuff yeah because like before we get to that you just see bodies start I exploding did actually see a scene yeah. of that i've remembered how just brutal that is yeah like you know before we get to this shrine part you just see like a body or two explode and then it brings you up there with makima and she approaches one of the guys on his knees it's just like say this name he says the name she smiles she makes like a hand movement and it goes back to the scene with Dingy and them. You see another person explode. She goes to the next person. You know, she says, say this person's name. They said it. And, you know, while they're doing it, the people that are blindfolded, whatever, yeah. saying the name, they're just like collapsing dead. Um, but like, you know, and it was kind of slow pacing at first where it's really kind of laying the groundwork for you as the viewer of what's happening, where she's the one making these people explode. But once it laid the groundwork and you know what's happening or, well, Obviously, we don't know what's happening as the viewer, but you know that she's the one causing the explosion is what I mean. You know, once that's established, it picks up the speed, which is so cool because it'll go back and forth between explosion, uh, her her in mid hand movement, like swapping and it, like it'll switch from scene yeah. where she's not and it'll go to one of the people blindfolded explosion back to her continuing that same hand sequence, picking up where it left off from before person explosion, picking up the hand sequence again. It's just like, 
it's going down a line so quickly and it was just done so visually well because of that you know again started slow to help you establish what's happening that okay she's the one causing the explosion to yeah. people but then after that it just starts picking it up and it's just like I, I just thought it was so cool how it's just like hand motion next scene and it's like still continuing the same hand motion scene to scene to scene see to scene. this is one of the few things that I saw pop off because this episode had a lot of people go at doing animation versus manga comparisons yes yeah, and then they, they did they did really well at it. Like I said, it was super cool, very very cool to watch with how they did it with you know Makima using her powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once that came down to like basically like the final two, like the two main ones from the previous episode and stuff, that's when uh, I, I don't remember her name, but the 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 chick who's horribly afraid from the hotel, that's where <laughs> she comes in, and all of a sudden now she's a badass <laughs> because like she comes in, she's uh, at a little bit of a distance, she's with a knife, and it brings you back to a little quick flashback from earlier where her and the guy from the hotel as well they were walking and the dude from the hotel you know the hotel hotel arc he gets shot in the throat and then he goes to turn around and gets in like the way of her because then he gets shot in the head i remember that i don't yeah. remember her being a badass though. oh yeah she was a badass at this moment because like whenever she like you see her at a distance she's like are you two involved with the shooters and she still like got the look on her face of being like afraid and horribly yeah. terrified but it's just like when uh, the chick sends out her her snake to attack, all of a sudden she starts going fucking Naruto mode and jumps up on the snake, running on the snake, jumps up in the air and, and cuts the guy's arm off. Like, like it's I like don't she, remember any of this, dude. She goes straight. I I didn't remember either. Like she goes straight, but meanwhile she still looked like she's horrified. Poor she, girl. Like she goes straight Naruto mode, man. I'm not kidding. And it, <laughs> she goes straight badass mode, rescues Dingy from this. And as she's holding Dingy's like upper corpse of his body, she's like, I'm sorry for trying to kill you the other day. Um, and then the episode ended with, you know, Makima and those two from the other, from, you know, two more of the devil hunters, right? You know, they're, they're leaving where she's like, you know, I have to get back to Tokyo immediately. And, uh, after every, you know, the whole time while she was getting all these monks to basically, you know, do the deed, whatever, you know, they were blindfolded as well. So like after they're starting to leave, you know, they're, they're like, they're terrified of Makima right now because they don't know exactly what happened. They just know when they took their blindfold, there's like not 10 dead bodies in front of them. And they're like, oh my God, what's going on? So like they're, they're going with her and they're just like, they're, they're really scared. They don't really know how to approach Makima and stuff. And then there was another guy, uh, another devil hunter as well, who gave Makima his, his resignation where he's like, you know, I'm, I'm done with the devil force. Sorry, blah, blah. And then he's just like, you know, you know, Makima, how much of today did you anticipate? And she's like, Sorry, I don't release that information to citizens, and it just kind of goes about her day. And then as they're going down an escalator, um, these two devil hunters just like, "Hey, Makima, just just so you know, um, you know, we're we're not joining the uh, your special team. Just just so you know, we're we're gonna come help with the training, and we're 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 gonna leave after that." And then the other guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're just we're, we're that's all we're gonna that's all we want to do. We just want to help with the training, and we're just gonna we're just gonna go back to to doing our own thing." And she just kind of like you, you see her from the back of her head, whatever, and she kind of just turns her head and she's like, "That's a shame. The dining in Tokyo is to die for." And it's just like they're just like kind of just scared, and the episode just ends. Oh, really? <laughs> like it, it gives you such a horror movie vibe. You know what I mean? Like the way that she delivers the lines. Of I mean, like, it makes sense. Though. It does, yeah. It, no, knowing what we know, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, I was just thinking about the aesthetic of the show, how it runs. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it was it was done very well. This episode was done very visually well from, from top to bottom. I really enjoyed this watch. Uh, do you want to hit to your eternity season two episode seven? I mean, yeah, I can't. I mean, there's not really much to hit with this episode. Yeah, I mean, we'll knock it out quick. Um, because more more or less what this was was the whole. Uh, revelation that bond has stuck in that cage right of more or less he's been trapped now they're doing the trial where they're questioning him and he's just he's just being true was just like i can see ghosts people are uh, i've always been able to see ghosts and whatnot there's one here one here there was a lady he tells the kid who's in the cage with him tells um he sees the mother's ghost and everything has the whole thing with the kid. He's saving bread for his mother because he believes his mother's still alive. Toto giving some of her bread up to Bond because he's still slightly selfish in the beginning. Mm. And more or less just him slowly having his revelation of going through the trials and revealing the facts of the ghost to them, um, pointing out the murderer to the mother who took her away and killed her and all that fun stuff leading up to Fushi's escape from the iron block of him just stuck there slowly going in and out of consciousness, getting the starting using molten lava to escape, 
eventually escaping and going to save Bond and Toto, and Bond choosing to stay instead of being rescued and more or less him revealing to them, yes, I saw a, I saw a demon in all this stuff and saying for capturing Fushi, that's the last warning before he just sold and all that fun stuff. And then they're saying, so you're saying Fushi is a demon. He's like, yeah, Fushi is a demon. He's like, what are you going to revoke your belief in Fushi and follow our God? He's like, no, I love Fushi. And leads to the setup of uh, Bond's execution. Mm. Yep. Bond's execution rip. Hello. Yeah, it sets it up for because um, it has him actually walking to the gallows at the end of the episode. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> the show, this show is like no breaks. Yeah, and yeah, no breaks it's just at any point. Full Bond's revelation of just how he's been acting and things like that in this episode. So, gotcha. Uh, what do you want to hit from here? Uh, we got My Hero, Spy Family, uh, Bleach left. So, right, wait, what do you feel? I always forget Bleach. <laughs> yeah, Bleach. Um, I'll me. I mean, I'll do Spy Family real quick. I mean, Spy Family was the underground, <laughs> the tennis, underground tennis, tennis ring, tournament yeah. of uh, Nightfall and Twilight go undercover to steal a painting from the guy who's running the tournament because the painting possibly has a code to a book that has very sensitive information that could yeah. reignite the war. They don't know if it's information about the West or the East, but they know whichever one it is, it's going to cause war. And so they have to go to this tennis tournament, which is literally just a underground illegal gambling sports tennis tournament with yes. with no rules. So with people, guys that are like on hyper steroids. Yeah, hyper steroids. <laughs> you can have like really crazy ass rackets and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's just more or less a comedy of just Nightfall pushing herself to try and do everything to impress Twilight, and Twilight sitting there going, God, he's right. They keep saying that she's really pushing for a promotion, and he's just having to slightly babysit her because she seems too enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, she's just like, and her mind has all the moment where she's like, and we won the tournament. And then he'll tell me, I want you to be my devil's partner for life. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have a small moment with uh, your being self-conscious about things because of right. the interaction she had with Nightfall. And she's like, well, you said the comments being tense. Does that mean she's there? And all this, that small stuff going on. And more or less, it's mostly just the tournament, them succeeding, their interactions, and then starting the match against the Campbell siblings and them seeing that the court, that it's very fixed against them from being drugged by gas them having special rackets mm. to having the court have special spots where they can drop it to throw off their aim and things like that. Right. And then it's, that's how it ends is them still in the middle of that match. Yeah. I saw that the episode came out today where it's finishing up, up the matches. Yeah. Well. It's the second half of the tennis tournament. That tennis tournament's so fucking stupid. It's weird. <laughs> it's that it's, I mean, it's entertaining, but it is sort of just out there. But I mean, some of the spies family stuff is just out there. Right. That's just the series itself. Yeah. You know, the series itself is just really out there. About it's stuff. a great series, though. It, it really is. It's a very, very fun read. I still fun don't know watch. if you're going to get your episode with your shot in the ass. Uh, I know. We're getting close to the end of this uh, second part, and I'm really upset about if that. If it is, it might be the last episode. That's such a funny fucking chapter. It, dude, it's so damn good. I love it. All right, let's do My Hero. Um, so, first off, it looks like the episode that came out today for My Hero was a banger. Can't wait to watch that later. It was the Dobby episode. Yeah, looking forward to watching that it's one. fantastic if they did it any kind of justice. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to check it out here later tonight. Uh, but, no, the episode that we were going to be chatting about, uh, episode 10 of the season, so 123 overall, uh, that took place last week. This one was a very interesting episode for you know viewers, whatever. Uh, because it's just more of that in-depth look at yes. you know all for one and one for all, uh, and just kind of the different conflicts between the two of them and the different battles that's going on that people don't see, uh, which is really cool. You know, it was cool to read at the time when it when it happened. And it, was, it was cool to see it visualized, of seeing the different sides of it. Uh, I really enjoyed that that aspect of this episode. You also get to see you know Deku, you know Deku Rage, which that one was was also cool. I've always really like that design of that rage form that he goes I into. I didn't realize that had a name. Yeah, it's just called like Rage Deku. 
Yeah, Deku Rage. Rage I, did, Deku. I didn't realize that had a name. Yep. Okay. Well, I think that's more so what the community has dubbed it more than anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's an official canon name. That's just what the community has dubbed it. I call it homeless mode. Then that's not homeless mode yet. But I will say, based on you know where we are right now in the anime and how, and we know it's gonna be twenty five episodes, I do think we're gonna get my homeless academia. <laughs> Freaking love that name. I really do. I think that's coming. Um, I mean, like, let's be real. Like, doesn't that we have the time for it? Yeah. I mean, no, we definitely have the time for it. Yeah, which which also makes me think the other you know Baco moment I mentioned. We might even get that this season. You know, I do. They they've done the pacing pretty quick. I, I feel like it's possible because that's all my homeless academia. I can't. Oh, I know which one we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's all my homeless academia. So I mean, I do think that's possible. We're gonna oh, get. Uh, we're gonna get the well, full of my homeless. Let's arc. keep it. What Bakugo's done yeah, this far. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which you know that was still a great episode last week. Or yeah, yeah, last week that that was awesome last week. Uh, but no, this episode, you know, mostly focused a lot. I mean, we had the moment of you know Deku going the rage mode and then having that. Uh, that moment of where, you know, uh, one for all is about to be stolen, essentially, which then brings us to like the, that, that same cloud dimension where you see, like I said, the both sides of it, where you see, you know, um, you know, all for one and Shigaraki. And then you see Deku who cannot speak. He can't really get up. And you see uh, Tomura. Uh, you see her basically like leave it to us and just kind of battling against it where the court can't be stolen. You know, there is a very interesting thing about that I did enjoy about this animation, which I missed in the manga chapters. It's just the flip thing of it, of just how Deku is only partially visualized in that world. And then the others, the other predecessors, they all have their own form versus Shigaraki. He is fully formed in there, but all for uh, all for one, he isn't a separate entity. He is actually coming out of Shigaraki. Uh, Shigaraki like a parasite. Yeah, which I didn't notice originally when reading. Which he, is a nice touch in that whole aspect of just showing the two different sides of how each predecessor and successor are interacting with each other. Where the all f- uh, one for all, the predecessors are standing su- with, him, with him, supporting him, and behind him. Whereas all for one is very much trying to take control. Yes, and more or less absorb him and make him another body, which yeah, it seems like. Exactly. And that, that's a great thing to point out is that that parasite mentality, because that's essentially what it looks like. Because even, you know, whenever, you know, all, you know, all for one is talking to Shigaraki about repelling, you know, the things that he hates, whatever, he also gets damaged in that and he laughs like, oh, that's right. You also hate me. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it's, just, it's such an interesting dynamic seeing the two different sides of it, because also with this, you did get the subtle tease of a pretty significant plot point to come uh, when it comes to Deku and Shigaraki, where you see Shigaraki getting absorbed, right? And you see like his eyes, and Deku sees this, right? And that's gonna that's gonna end up, you know, bringing up a a pretty strong plot point, um, you know, for the for the character and the motivation behind everything. Um, you know, we also see the first user in this as well, where they, be, yep. you know, the first and the seventh, which obviously they both have obvious ties to the situation. First being the little brother of all for one, and this, you know, the uh, eighth or no seventh, seventh, sorry, yes. uh, being the grandmother to Shigaraki. So obvious ties for why they're there, um, and basically repelling it off where the quirk ends up not being stolen, and then it's just that um, that moment of as they're falling, Deku's just like. Please don't get back up. <laughs> then, then it does kind of cut us back to some other stuff going on with you know Machia blasting through cities, and we see you know Oraka, and we see uh, you know uh, forgot her name here Froppy, forgot her actual name though. Uh, you know, I know her hero name's Froppy, but you know Suya, we, Suya, yeah, thank you. Um, so you know, we follow up on them. We follow up where with the League of Villains as well, riding Machia, and just you know, kind of how Toga's kind of feeling towards this whole thing, uh, where it's just like you know. What makes a hero? What's the line? Um, because, like, you know, hey, twice gave himself for someone else, but he's not considered a hero. Like, what? where's the line of yes. what makes a good guy and a bad guy? And she wants to ask Deku and Yoraka that, and whenever she spots Yoraka, just beelines it, um, you know, to go, you know, tr- you know, meet up with her. It ends up tricking Yoraka into a building where they get to talk and kind of, you know, and that's what that episode did end was, you know, kind of putting her stance down where she's going to save as many people as she can, whatever. You, no one's going to get in my way of that. And we have that moment where she's just like, you came all this way and killed a poor lady just to ask that. Yeah. 
Which that, you know, I, I, I didn't even think about that, honestly. Like, even reading the chapter originally, I didn't even think about that. But re, you're revisiting this scene where it's just like, damn, she really did just cold, murder an old lady in cold blood just yep. for this. Like, god damn, that's, <laughs> was that necessary? You, 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 you could have turned into probably someone else. I'm sure you got a, a, back, a backlog, you know, that you could probably turn into someone else. One thing of her thing is she only keeps blood samples of those she loves. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but no, my hero was very good, honestly. You know, it had a, it had a lot. You know, while there wasn't like a lot of high stakes action for this episode, there was a lot of nice. Um, There's a lot of hits in this. Yeah, there past were. episode and the one that just came out today. Yeah. Um, and finishing us up, should it be Bleach? Yeah. 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 Okay, so Bleach. Um, man, not a lot to finish up on on this one. There are some actually. No, that's not true. There are some pretty significant things that happen because, like, you know, just like the first half kind of felt like. All right, we're still Fallout mode. You know what I mean? Just kind of re, you know, picking up the pieces after everything that's happened, and that is kind of where we are. Where you see Ichigo and you know Renji, you know, both in like the hot spring, for example, with with the Yakuza looking member of Squad Zero. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, because you know they're in the healing process of things, where it's just like you know, you know, any true Ichigo fashion is like, man, fuck this, I'm done here. It's like I want to go do something else now. You know, it's like like I'm wasting my time. You know, and Yakuza dude kind of getting a little bit of mouth, and you know, Renji also gets up, you know, and kind of starts mouthing off. Where he's very clearly like in pain. Clearly, he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm good to go I too. Yeah, I got this." And the Yakuza guy just immediately goes to punch him in the stomach. Renji doesn't move, and you can still see his fist shaking as he's in pain. And the Yakuza guy's like, "Well, I mean, if you took a punch from me, then I guess you're okay." <laughs> he just like blasts <laughs> him off to the next area, and then, while they get blasted off, he goes like, "Is there not a?" way to travel around these places because they're just getting blasted everywhere from building to building whatever because they're all just floating islands gotcha um and then we and then we have like one of those moments where it's like it's just it's just kind of funny to me because it's like it's especially with bleach because it's always like you know how with okay you know how with god of high school i always make that joke with the satan fight where it's just like oh so you're this much stronger i'm this much stronger yeah you know where it's one of those kind of moments where it's like it just feels silly and kind of cringy you know we had one of those moments when you know where it's like it's just a real nice cringy flex way to flex your power where it's like you know after they get blasted off you have the other guys that were there with the yakuza dude he's sitting down and everything and they're talking about it's like wow they did a lot better you know, staying in here a lot longer than we thought. It's just like, he, you know, Yakuza was like, yeah, they exceeded my expectations, you know, especially the Ichigo. He really exceeded my expectations. He's like, and even the Renji guy, you know, whenever I went to go punch him at the same time, he like flexed up and fractured my fist when I punched him. I'm like, that is so stupid. What? Yeah, like he's holding his hand down in the hot spring to have it recover. You see it all black now. He's like, yeah, I fractured my fist when I punched him because of how he flexed it on me. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's so stupid. You know what I mean? It's just oh. like, literal flex that, like, that's so unnecessary it's just like you know how Renji basically built like up his like to you know get ready for yeah. a hit in that moment he instantly was ready for because that hit you know happened so quick obviously because you know he's so strong you know it's just like super speed uh, but you know even in that quick instant of a moment Renji still like tensed up to protect himself and fractured the guy's hand it, it just feels so dumb to me it feels so stupid uh, but Kit- that's got to be an actual thing, though. You think? <laughs> I, I feel like in real life, if somebody was able to flex their abs enough, and someone punched it, they could definitely hurt their fingers if they uh, punched. Probably, it. probably. Oh man. I mean, it is dumb, but it it's one of those dumb. things where I'm yeah. just like, could you actually do that? I think you could. Right, right. Well, they get blasted the next island, whatever, which is the Big Mom Island, where she's just cooking them an unbelievable amount of food, and they're just kind of they're just eating. That's all it is. And, uh, you know, each goes like he's eating, he's chowing down, but then he's also like kind of feeling down. He's like, well, you know, why are, why, why are we sitting here eating and taking baths when we need to be preparing for the next thing? And Rigi, Rigi being that the, the voice of reason for once, he's like, we are, think about it. We were really hurt. Hot Springs helps us heal. Now we're regaining energy, assuming for the next big training thing. And each goes like, huh, you're not an idiot. <laughs> uh, and then, then that big mom character comes in and I'm telling you, that's a big mom character. Cause when she comes in now, she's skinny. <laughs> Just like how Big Mom's original appearance was skinny, yeah, and she's and everyone's in the like she's sitting. Wait, there. Big Mom becomes skinny. She was skinny. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Yeah, whenever like you know in in her younger days, Big Mom, yeah, she was skinny in One Piece. She wasn't skinny. Yeah, she was. Like when she was a kid, big. When she started her heyday as a pirate, skinny, and then she got big again. 
I don't remember that. It's a thing. I promise. Okay. I'll show you. Um, but uh, no, like she she comes this you know this other member of Squad Zero comes in there. She's skinny, uh, and she's talking to Renji and Ichigo. She's like, ah, you know, Renji, you hit it on the head about you know getting strength back, and just started going on and on about this and this and this. And you see Renji and Ichigo just like he's like they're almost like their soul leaves their body, where it's just like, who are you? Because like when she finally stopped talking, they're just like. Who the fuck are you? And she's like, oh, yeah, whenever I get to really cooking, I lose all my weight. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's like, all right, that works, I guess. Uh, and then they, they then they get blasted the next one, but you don't really kind of see from there because then we go to another plot point, um, which is a really interesting plot point. It was established in the first few minutes of the episode. I didn't I didn't start with that because I, you know, it all kind of loops together here, right? You know, with the end in, in this beginning where you see at the beginning the uh, the um, the uh, the first captain um, um, Koyo uh, Raku Koyo Raku Koyo Raku Yamamoto. No, first captain, pink pink kimono. Yamamoto is the head captain. Okay. Yeah, Goyaraku. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, you you see, have the names here. I know. So you see him, and you see one of the subordinates come in, whatever, and they start talking to him, and you know he says that uh, it's like, well, we're probably not going to get to see each other as much anymore because uh, now he's been promoted head captain since he was first captain. Gotcha. Uh, and his first order that he's uh throwing out there as head captain which everyone is completely against is he wants to uh you know take uh kenny's training to the next level and get him stronger and she's like are you out of your fucking mind this guy's a psychopath it's like if you get kampachi stronger whatever he may go on a rampage and you know fuck up everything else you know he may go against us and you know he basically just throws out there he's like well do you have a better fucking option like do you have a better idea for this it's like, it's like this is the best option that we got and he's like and the one person that needs to train him in which this was kind of cool for me because again we are now officially in territory for me where i stopped reading uh and this little plot point i didn't actually know until uh, our other friend Zach actually happened to mention it to me uh, yeah. just just recently in a message, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Is I didn't know Kenpachi was a title. I didn't know that. This is news to me uh, as as someone who did not get this far. Because uh, as far as as far as I remember, that's never been said before. Until no, they now. always just say that's his name. Yeah. So like that, I didn't know that wasn't his name uh, because you know he brings in uh, Unahana uh, as the one to train um, you know Kenny. Uh, where he's just like, uh, you know, the original, the first Kimpachi, you know, you know, which was very cool, very cool now that we're establishing, because then you kind of go back and look at the first Gotai 13, where it's like, just like what they were, what they were established, and what she established as the 11th captain that still ripples today, where it's like what the 11th division represents, where it's like the strongest, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, like Kimpachi means like the strongest in this case. Uh, and just kind of gives a backstory on her, which, you know, is kind of interesting where it's just like, you know, she's like the healer of the group and stuff. She seems super chill down to earth. And it goes into where she's like one of the most notorious criminals in history. And then she was like a, you know, psychopath strongest, whatever, you know, so the episode ends with, with their fight where they're, they're, it's training. Yes, but it's a fight to the death. Uh, because like, you know, uh, you know, the, the new head captain, the first captain, you know, he even says like only one of them is going to come out alive. And even in the fight, Unahana was saying the same thing, where it's just like, only one of us is going to live here. Someone's going to have to die leaving this. Uh, and it's the whole point is to get, you know, you know, Kimpachi stronger. Yeah. Um, you know, which obviously would kind of lead us to the point of where he gets his, his Bankai, which I, I, I don't feel is a spoiler to say this series has been done for a while, obviously. I always catch myself on Anime Plus every week where it's like I try to dance around those few spoiler things that I know, and I always have to remind myself, dude, this has been done for so long. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter at this point. This is the one series where I can just kind of say whatever. And if you if you're if you haven't read the manga and you're watching the first time, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's so long it done. You should know at this point. If it was like if I started talking about some big things coming up in my hero, then yeah, I'm an asshole for that one. Uh, you know what I mean? But Bleach, dude, it's so long done. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously this is gonna help lead to him getting a Bankai, which obviously he's the only one of the Kota thirteen that doesn't have it. Yeah, one um, of the captains, yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I love the way the episode ended. I love the way just the fight started too, where it's just like at first, it almost feels like because this is the first time you actually get to see these two characters interact. You know, in, yeah, no, you know, they almost are never in the same room. Exactly. So it's like watching these two interact was so cool at first because it's like at first it seemed like for a, like a minute or so like a nice level of respect, and then it got very much into 
you're very talkative today. I like it better when you shut the fuck up. I like it better when you don't talk. Because whenever you talk, this scar you left me irritates me. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, you're not the only one with a scar that's irritating you when you talk, whatever, because they fought once before for him to get the Kimpachi title. Yeah. So it, it was kind of a cool dynamic of her. It's like it seemed like they were almost respectful of each other to her saying, you talk too much, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, get ready to fight. So it, 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 was, it was entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Uh, favorite episode of the week? Um... I would probably say My Hero. I was thinking about My Hero because I really like the the visualization that we had for a lot of things. But, um, you know, I'm going to give it a Chainsaw Man. The way they handled that scene with Magima was, it was really cool. I really liked it quite a bit. Uh, all right, let's get to chapter ratings and wrap up the show beautifully, as we always do. Uh, all right, so first up, One Piece 1068. I'd give this one a 7, but next chapter is probably going to be like a 10 because it's just going to be fucking hysterical. <laughs> okay. Yeah, next chapter, um, you know, it's just going to be uh, a certain character just absolutely getting their shit rocked for no reason from Luffy and Gear 5. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they happen to bump back into each other at the end of uh, 1068, and from all the leaks that I saw, Luffy busts out Gear 5, and it's not, he busted out not so in a way of like, oh, you're, you know, so much stronger than the last time we fought. I need to do this. No, it's more so like, hey, look what I can do. And it just rocks his shit. So it's going to be a pretty funny chapter. Uh, My Hero 375. I'm questioning if I did it again. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember a My Hero chapter. Yeah, I'm questioning if I put a new chapter on our script, but it didn't actually come out. Hold on, let me look. I'm not saying them. Okay. Oh, yeah, 374. My bad, new I, chapter comes out. I was out. about to say, I was like, I don't remember a My Hero chapter. What you on about? Yeah, 374 was good, though. 374 was good. All right, so never mind. Uh, Black Clover 345, did that one come out? Yes, what? that one did come out. All right, what happened to that one? Give me a sec. Gosh dang it, Alex. Oh, I'll give it a seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I give this one an eight. I thought that was a pretty good chapter. Okay. JJK two oh six. We're back in territory. What the hell's going on, bro? That's this whole series. I mean, it, they've really hit on it though. Whenever they, after the whole Shibuya incident stuff, and now they've gone to this crap. Right. I mean, he has like five different plot points going on. And there's still the whole thing of why he brought in America. <laughs> I'm so far behind. I really want to catch up because I want to know exactly what you're talking about, about how it's just getting all over the place. It's I, just out there. Yeah, right. Hey, Becca, how are you? We're doing well. Hopefully you're having a great night tonight. Um, uh, <laughs> seven? <laughs> you're so conflicted on JJK right now. So, in my scale, we have just normal chapters. We have what the fuck Chainsaw Man chapters. Right, yeah. And this is like right in the middle. Okay, so it's start, is it starting to flirt more with the what the fuck era? Yes. Okay, so it's starting to get... Well, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like he's just like, well, you know, Chainsaw Man's not jumping anymore. Someone's got to take its place. <laughs> and just really throw you off every single week with what's happening. I'm sick, but doing fine. Well, that sucks. A lot of people are getting sick right now. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people have been getting sick. Yeah, I mean, I had a little bit of a spell. I'm still honestly battling. I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I sort of assumed we almost didn't, weren't going to record today. I'm still battling. John's sick. You know, we've, there's been some sickness going around for us, too. Hopefully, you feel better. Hopefully, you get to relax and play some games or something. And just kind of chill. Or watch anime. Or watch anime. There's a lot of good anime going on right now, so that's a good thing to do. Uh, so, what'd you rate it? JJK206? Seven with a question mark. All right, fair enough. Uh, Michigan's Gore Family, 157. A uh, 10! The bro! Oh, yeah, you sent me that screenshot almost immediately after you bro. read it. Bro! Oh, the Gore Family is so good! He opened his eyes at the end of the chapter. That's cool. Corichero, eldest brother, who's had his eyes closed throughout the entire freaking series so far. He finally opens up. No, this chapter was so, so well done, bro. Of where... <clears throat> Uh, you know, once he once Corichero steps in and starts kind of you know fucking up the dad and everything, you know, but, you know they're kind of battling it out through this chapter. You know, the dad is going through you know having you you get the the POV from him and his thoughts where he's going to now get Corichero 
to love him again as well. Because that's his whole purpose of making all the family brainwashing them and altering their memories of all the fucked up shit that he did. Because okay. he just wants he wants to be a family again in his own fucked up way. Because also you gotta keep in mind with him wanting to be a family again, that involves like him trying to bring his dead wife back to life back to Oof. life. So like he's he's fucked up. Like, you know, you may sound innocent at first of me saying, yeah, he just wants to be a family. No, he's fucked up. So he's like brainwashed everyone in this case of altering their memories, replacing it with new memories and stuff, basically twisting them of where it's only the good. All I see is full cult mentality. Basically. Uh, so you get the the nice sequence of where Korichiro is just like using his his uh, threads and just you know kind of completely going at it. And meanwhile, the the father ends up getting to Korichiro's face where he can touch him to initiate his blooming, which is the dream stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he's thinking to himself, he's like, "Now I'm going to make you love me again too." And then it immediately brings you to some panels of the past of of kid Korichiro, and you even see. Corichero kind of looking over to the side where he's look kind of confused and you know the dad's like what's wrong and he's like oh nothing and it's just like oh you know here's your gloves you know the gloves that he uses for the threads and everything it's like oh yeah you know you can only use these to you know hurt your you know protect your family so you know in whether if you're attacking people or whatever protect your family blah blah and it's just like oh yeah thanks dad you know that's cool and then you have a, just a, a shot of where it's still the kid Corichero and the dad and you just see Corichero slash the back of the dad's ankles. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> slash the back of his ankles, and Korichiro is is still a kid in this sequence, and he uh, says that's the difference between me and everyone else. I still love you, like I, I. He's like I've always had the hope that we could be a family again, but I know that's not possible. So like the reason Korichiro didn't you know get controlled by the dreaming is because he still loves his father. Like he still v- loves him even though he knows he's got to die and he knows that it's not possible to become a family again. And then like while all, you know he just pins the father down with a bunch of threads and stuff, which was really cool and really well done. Because once we come out of the dreaming and you just see basically Korichiro straight up fucking Thanos style, just sitting on some rubble. Like we saw in like Endgame, whatever, when he was waiting for the food. Yeah. yeah, just straight up Thanos style, just sitting on some rubble in front of the dad. The dad's pinned down. You get a shot of the dad's face with the wires on it, like blood, almost like imitating tears in a way. And you just see a, a single panel of Corchero just kind of put his finger out. And you see like a little, it, it's white in this. So, I, you know, it's, you see a little white thing, like white flame almost come out of his finger, touch the ground. And then everything around him just starts turning black, which this is his blooming. Okay. Still don't know what it is. We'll find out. I'm assuming next chapter, uh, where or the author just does nothing. And yeah, just, just leaves you alone with it. Yeah. And it's just like black just starts surrounding everything. And he's just like, you know, my, my blooming is to protect the family, including protecting them from what I'm about to do. And he says, you know, um, you know, goodbye, Dad. I love you, whatever. And the final shot is him sitting on the rubble with his eyes just barely opening and just black, almost looked like flames all around him. Bro, it was so good. It was so well done. Mission Yozakor family is awesome. And whenever I, I tw- random, random thing here. Uh, whenever I tweet out about uh, Yozakor family, it's like Yozakor family greatness. I had a random person follow me. Uh, and apparently they have a dedicated Yozakor family podcast. And I thought that was so cool. I was like, hey, shout out to you. You are you are dedicated to this oh, series man. if you have a podcast strictly dedicated to, to Mishnio's court family. I respect it. I respect it. They gave me a follow on Twitter. I appreciate that. You should go guest on it. Be a fangirl with them. Bro, I love Mishnio's court family. It's so good. Uh, do y'all have any pets off topic? I have one dog, one fish, and three cats. My 27-pound cat is sitting on my lap right now. I do. I have two dogs. Uh, I have a husky uh, who's... Five years old now. No, he's six years old. Six years old now. Uh, his name is Lucario. That's my favorite Pokemon. Um, I also have a blue healer. Uh, she is five years old. She's a little runt, and she's a little chonky chonk, and her name is Lola. Um, if you see for our logo for Sparky 3, it is also a dog. That was my old dog that I had. He lived to be 16 years old. His name is Sparky, hence our name, yep. Spark. Well, we originally our name was actually going to be Spark E for Spark Entertainment, but that was like not that was it was taken. It was borderline. We really shouldn't. Yeah, it was taken. It was going to be like still tough for search purposes. So that's when we went with the name Sparky Threes for Spark Entertainment Excitement every day. Uh, but yeah, that, you know, so Sparky is our mascot. You know, had him for 16 years. He was also a blue healer, incredible dog. Everyone loved him. You know, and now he's going to rock with us forever as our as our branding. And for me, I currently do not have any pets. Uh, I had a dog for a long time before. Um, she unfortunately ha- passed. 
Um, but yeah, I currently don't have pets because besides this, I work a crap ton. You do. You do work a lot. I don't. Between doing our two shows a week and how much you work, I don't know where you would fit in time to vibe with the dog. I mean, you do a lot of gaming, obviously, so you get some vibe time there. But man, you'd have a tough time fitting in, fitting in some some pet time. You know? Yeah, unfortunately, that pet would be hard neglected and you would be, not do that yeah you would be gone a lot yeah. is, is the problem i get that i get that because you know with my last job i traveled a lot so that made it pretty tough but yeah uh, those are the only two pets i have right now um uh, it's looking like signs are coming in the future where i got i could be getting some more pets but we'll see <laughs> yeah uh, I, I i looks like a bunny might be on the table yeah all right that was out of left field oh you know she's a big fan of bunnies okay yeah which is fair they are cute as shit uh, so we'll see. A bunny is uh, on the table for us, as well as a cat. But that's that's further down the line. I want to focus on the bun first. If we're gonna do the bun. Let's focus on the bun. Uh, but yeah, two my two dogs are uh, my two dogs are phenomenal. I love them to absolute death. I used to have four different cats, but one was eaten by an animal. Rip. Uh, one had a heart attack, and two of them got sick. That's a big rip. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, Lucario, my husky, you know, he's, again, six years old. He's not that old, and, you know, with his breed, what he has to deal with is not actually common to him at all. It's more common to smaller breeds like chihuahuas and stuff like that. But Lucario actually deals with uh, seizure issues. He has epilepsy, and uh, it is he's on medication for it twice a day. And uh, you know I'm a frequent uh, frequent visitor to the emergency clinic up, up, in, the, up in the city from us. You know, it is, it is something. It is something. For everybody knows your name. They, basically, basically, yeah. Uh, all right, so anyway, next up, Undead Unluck, 138. Um, I would give this one probably a nine. This was pretty good because, like, they kind of regathered, you know, Fuku regathered the team. They're now back at, like, you know, like the main like base where they were How before. How much longer does the series got, you feel? Because I know it's in its final it act, is. right? Uh, yeah, I'd say, like, a year. IRL time. That'd be All my right. guess. Yeah, that's about fifty-ish chapters. So I'd, I'd say that sound that feels about right. But no, th- this one was this chapter was pretty entertaining because it was like Foucault had like you know the book that you know that talks and basically gives everyone the missions and gives everyone like their rewards or whatever for you know, at this round table thing, and she's basically like saying fuck everything. We're trying to get one thing because you know they're trying to make this the perfect loop, no mistakes. So it's just like okay. Here's what I'm presenting to you. Here's the award. She's like, all right, pass. And he's like, all right, but you know if you pass, you're going to get the negative aspects of passing. Like, you're going to have to get it. Ah, that's fine. No big deal. And like, you know, he's like, all right, what about this one? Eh, pass. All right, what about this one? Eh, pass. And the, the book's getting pissed. He's like, okay, what about this one? If you do this, I'll tell you the location of Negator Undead. And she's like, I do miss Andy. But it's not time yet, Andy. You know that too. And she says, "Pat." He's like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" And, <laughs> and, and while she's doing this, the whole plan is they're trying to prevent all of these terrible things that happened to the negators, yeah. right? So currently, I think I think it was we're in the seventies. I think for this portion, because keep on, we're in a new loop. So prevented tragedies for these X characters. But the next X tragedies to take place are going to be in like the 90s. So we have to fast forward 20 years. So as she's passing each one of these, a year is passing. So she's she's doing all these passes 20 times as well as trying to get a certain artifact where it's like the reward is this. And she's like, that's it. We'll take it. So it was it was an entertaining chapter. I, I enjoyed it. I'd give it. I'd probably give it like eight or nine. Uh, Mashal 135. The boy's back, so that's cool. I was more impressed with all the half and cream puffs. That's true. He's like, here's a cream puff for you. Here's a cream puff for you. Here's a cream puff for you. Also, I don't think you gave Undead Unlock a rating. Eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, It was enjoyable. I'll give it a seven. Probably a seven as well. I saw a shot from the next chapter, and it uh, it it looked it looked pretty entertaining. I'm looking forward to it. Sakamoto Day is 98. I don't remember if something was there. I read it today. So So it was a thing? Yeah, I read it today. Let me let me make sure. I read the latest chapter. Let me make sure that I'm not crazy on this. Oh, I remember this. Nine. Okay. That end shot, that end panel was amazing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it probably an eight as well. Like, I could make one of your collage wallpapers out of so many chapters. Right. 
Uh, next up, Lusa Samurai eighty nine. How we how we doing over there? This series is getting weird. This series has been weird. That kid's <laughs> a freak. So we went into the past of the horse guy he's fighting, and like he's like straight up drinking the brain juice of the horses to get the most out of them. What the fuck did you just say to me? He's drinking the horse's brain juices, the vi- the villain he's fighting, to get the most out of them. All right. I'm glad I dropped this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll end up reading it again eventually, but it, it, I'm going to be honest. It's probably not going to be anytime soon. Um, <laughs> Speaking of something that dropped, have you gone back to Witch Watch at all? Nope. Yeah, me either. <laughs> that, that one just keeps forgetting it has a plot. We'll get back to it maybe eventually. Probably not, though. Uh, Blue Box, Chapter 80. Eight. Mm, eight as well. P660. Seven. Uh, Akimi Banashi, 41. Eight. Uh, let's see. Chainsaw Man, what was it? Like 113, I think. Something like yes. that. Latest Chainsaw Man chapter. The date. I'll give it an eight just because I enjoyed that last line of that ass is back from hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, Kaiju, whatever chapter number was today. I'd give that one a nine. That was a I'll good give it a nine. That's not, not today, Thursday. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm day off here since it's Saturday. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was a good chapter. Really enjoyed that. Uh, we didn't have Spy Family, right? I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, next up, rent a girlfriend two sixty two. Um, I don't know six. Eden zero two nineteen. I don't know six. Yeah, maybe a six. Seven only sins. Unfortunately, is on a break. I've got okay. Look, I've got to catch up on Blue Log. I've got to catch up on like Shangri La Frontier. I need some more hype out of Weekly Shonen Magazine for me right now. Since Tokyo's gone, all I've got is Seven Deadly. That's hype. Tokyo does have its last like extra five chapters going right now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I need to I need to continue reading Blue Lock, uh, get back on track for Ranger Reject, which, oh, getting yeah, an anime. anime. Yeah, the, yeah the anime trailer. Forgot to mention at the beginning of the show. I remember seeing that because I think I retweeted that. Yeah, dude, I'm excited for that one. Like, I know, I know I've dropped off on Ranger Reject for reading it. And I'm going to pick it back up soon. Uh, but no, the, the manga is actually really entertaining. Such a, if you're, if, I'm telling you, if you're a Power Rangers fan, Super Sentai fan, anything, you know, Kamen Rider fi- fan, whatever, like, I, I've, you will enjoy this series because it's so fascinating watching it from the other perspective. Yeah. So I, I very much recommend this one. I'm, I'm excited for the anime. That's going to be dope. Uh, next up, Webtoons, Unordinary, 286, uh, 7. I'll agree with 7. Uh, next is all you because I've uh, I'm, I've not read Down to Earth, Majin Demi Queen. I did not read Weak Hero, so you're you're next too. Nine for Weak Hero. Okay. Shit is about to go down. What kind of shit? Well, Eugene got fucked. No, the elbow. We need that elbow. No, you're thinking of Rowan. My bad. Eugene's the smart kid. No, it's next to Gray. No, not you, not Eugene. Yes. He's he's a sweet cinnamon roll. He got beat up by Mohawk. No. And Gray found him beaten to a pulp in an alley. Oh. <laughs> Gray is about to be unleashed. So we're about to get some dope ass shit. Oh my God. Gray is about to be unleashed, my guy. Um, El Seed, I will also give it a nine. Okay. Because there's a whole World Academy thing going on, which is a very long point I would have to talk about to get to where we are. But. It's good. Favorite chapter of the week, Yozgor family. Weak hero. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. I, 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 I'm only a couple chapters behind, so it's not a big deal. So I need, I need to catch up on that real quick. That sounds fucking awesome. Uh, um, all right, so that pretty much finishes everything up for today's show. Yeah. Hit everything that we need to hit. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, we will be back live on Thursday, uh, our normal mostly normal uh, day that Animan Plus will be live. We'll be live at uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and then Game Static will be back on the Saturday slot next week, uh, which looking forward to that. We'll see what we got to chat about here soon. Um, and also, one thing to kind of keep in mind that's kind of cool, we'll see how well it works out. I think it'll work out well. It's just I guess, more scheduling more than anything. 
is that we may be getting another guy on the show soon. So that's actually pretty exciting. Oh, okay. Yeah, we may be getting someone else here on Animan Plus. I don't know how often he would be on the show. Like, we're, what we're kind of looking at now is that he would start in January is actually what we're talking about. Um, but I don't know how often he would be on the show since it is on Thursdays. But, you know, so, I, you know, we can kind of call him a host of the show, but he may not be a weekly host. You know what I mean? It just, he's going to be our sidebar. Yeah, he's going to be our sidebar and just kind of be in here. Now, he may also be joining Game Static, and that one he would pretty much be a host of the show with us because he's available pretty much every Saturday night, which is really cool. Yeah, no, really that'd cool. be good. Yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully it all goes well because, I mean, we got some good animes popping off next year too. And uh, he actually sent me, me and him, we were chatting about it. He sent me his my anime list, and boy, is it beefy. <laughs> like, it rivals yours. Like, it's beefy. <laughs> of everything he's watched? Yes. Like, looking through everything that he's watched, it is a beefy-ass list. Like, I was just like... It's like, damn, it's like, this rivals Zach, like, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. Zach, you got anything else? Uh, no, I think I don't. All right, I'm going to hit the music. We'll get out of here. All righty. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube live with us, you can definitely hit that subscribe and keep following us for next week when we're back. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. We'll see. And you can also hit up the Anime on YouTube and actually follow us there to help build that channel so we can actually focus on using that channel more. Thank you. Bye. Do everything that he said and more, such as checking us out on our website, sparkthree.com. You sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. Join the Discord. Go over to Agent Inc. and buy the Anime Plus jersey because it's the best jersey on the entire website. Although our other jerseys that we have is pretty cool, too. And we also have a hat with a trash can on it. You should definitely pick that one up as well. You can buy everything through a firm if you don't have the cash. Pay for it up front. It's a great way to pick up some stuff just in time for the holidays. Uh, as well as, you know, subscribe to channels, be a friend, tell a friend. Um, check out some Rogue Energy with our referral link. We would 100% appreciate that, especially with the moon dust coming out here soon. Uh, I think that's it. So with that said, uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you next week on Thursday. Bye.